This is Temple Radio with Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, providing you with easy access to information, knowledge, wisdom and guidance from experts, leaders and spiritual practitioners to support you to connect, transform and grow with love, soul and spirit in your everyday lives. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Temple Radio. My name is Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, trance channel, psychic detective, twin flame connector, spiritual teacher and author, originally from Brisbane, Australia and currently living in Colombia, South America. Now on today's show, I am so incredibly honoured and blessed to have Paul and Phoebe Hogan Dyke Join me for today's show where we will be discussing coming together in unity. Now, Paul is a qualified and practicing acupuncturist, clinical hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner and trainer, results coach, and a master storyteller, so I'm told. Phoebe is a qualified remedial massage therapist an NLP practitioner and trainer, results coach, and multidimensional cellular healer or clearer. So I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome you both to the show today where you can share your knowledge, wisdom to support our listeners in their everyday life. So welcome, Paul and Phoebe. Thank you. Thank you. We're honoured to be here too. Yeah, it's great to be here pleasure can you just start by telling our listeners a little bit about you and the journey that you've taken so far whether it's around love soul or spirit that got you to this point okay well i'll start but our journey together to to actually come together was quite incredible because it was at a time where i just was coming out of a 22-year marriage and um it was like the universe was saying, come on, hurry up. There's somebody you need to meet. And um, But Paul at the same time knew that he was had this sense that he was about to meet someone as well too. And um, we were both working in gyms and uh, Paul was going to go to the States and train and, and I was going off to actually manage a whole lot of uh, gyms and... And one of my friends called and said he was he was a tarot card reader, and this is a long time ago, of course. Um, and said, "You can't go; you're miss meeting your soulmate." So I went, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Basically, in in the one of our books, I wrote, "Well, what's a girl meant to do?" So <laughs> I hung around, <laughs> and um, I used to hear these stories about. Paul, who worked in the gym and he had gone back to New Zealand to heal. He'd fallen off his bike so wasn't able to go to the States and train. Um, and this one day he came walking down the hallway back home and I went, that's him. I didn't even bother to ask how old he was or, <laughs> or anything like that. And it turned out he was 12 years younger, but that's never actually ever played a part. And for 12 months, we became really good friends. And everybody else could see that we were becoming more than that. It took us 12 months. But I was still working through 
um, coming out of a 22-year marriage and I had four children. Some are only seven years younger than Paul. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. There was a whole lot of things that would have said, no, we weren't to come together, but we knew we had to come together. It didn't make logical sense, but we've learned that that doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. <laughs> I was going to say the universe um, obviously orchestrated that meeting between the two of you. Absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, it does defy logic. Yeah, yeah, it's not about logic. Um, in actual fact, where I came off my bike, I didn't hit anything. I, I just I just hit the ground, but I didn't I didn't run into anything. I didn't, you know, there was nothing to say that I should have fallen off. And I fell off right outside my friend's place, who was just happening to come home from work at that very moment. <laughs> he was able to take me to the hospital, but it changed my life that event. So it was no accident involved. You know, if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't have met, and that's what put us on our path together. Yeah. And in an amazing path <laughs> and I yeah. I think that's really key for letting people our listeners know that you know sometimes obstacles really do create the best moments in your life if yeah. you're willing to oh. just allow them to be because they serve a purpose don't they yeah absolutely what we call red light green light you know if things are flowing then keep moving if the doors keep opening keep heading through that direction and if they don't and it's really difficult then stop and have a look at it you know? yeah so and i and i love that paul because you know paul and phoebe i said to you will flow with the conversation however this goes and for me i use red light green light and amber which okay. is a go <laughs> a stop and a park it as yeah. in, get me more information, please. So I love yeah. how you work with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's become part of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And, and the amber is also to put you in a holding pattern until the universe rearranges things. That's how we see mm. it. So, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. can you talk to me a little bit about what unity means for both of you? Oh, gosh. Unity really is important at this time on the planet. It's all about everybody, no matter what colour, creed, religion, belief system you have, in coming together for the common cause because, in in essence, we are all one anyway. We always have been. Um, In the article we wrote for the Temple magazine, your magazine, which said... It is about spirit. We're all spirit, which is the same body having a human experience. We're all cells of that one being, or if you want to see it as a being, but one energy um, having a human experience and experiencing everything there is to know about humanity, the good, the bad, the ugly, and it gets really ugly. But it also goes to the other extreme of being extremely beautiful as well yeah. so if you look at it the best way and it's been described many times this way before is that we are literally uh, drops in the ocean during our lifetime we drop, but we're not separate from the ocean itself and we never will be and we never can be so we go back to the ocean we reform like a wave would and, and express ourselves for a period of time. But we're never, ever separate from, from creation. We can't be. Yeah, all, all those drops. Just remembering yeah. that. It's understanding and remembering who we really are. Yeah. 
And I love how just as you said that, Paul, about the ocean and, and remembering that we're all part of that one, there's a massive thunderstorm that's just hitting here. Oh, so yeah. the elements yeah. are all coming together in unity yeah. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I heard that. I wondered what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm grateful for that. Um, I want to pick up on a couple of things that you mentioned. Phoebe, you talked about um, coming together for a common cause. What is that? What are we all here to do? And what what is that common energy or common function that we're here for? Well, that common function is to actually be, remember that we are the planet. And therefore, if we are the planet, we are the universe and we are all here to evolve and to become more than we are, um, not only to be physical form, but to bring the physical and the um, spirit together as one and to evolve and become what, what we're supposed to do. And I'm not, I have no idea what we're supposed to evolve into, but we can become more... Uh, Things that create planets. We, we can become what we, some people mistakenly call um, God, but it, it's not a mistake for them. That's where they're at at the moment. So we become, we are, as I said, we're all little gods in training, but we need to come together and create the universe so we can go on and, and become more. So we need to experience as I said, the good, the bad and the ugly, so that we can then say, hey, we want to create a universe that's full of love and light and, and um, amazing energy. We don't want to discard the dark side because within the dark, within the, dark the light shines. Mm. So we're here to evolve mm. and, and become all that we can be, whatever that yeah. may be, because it's never-ending. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's also from my perspective when you take the planet as a, a microcosm of everything else, it there comes a point when that planet and that and humanity on the planet has an awareness that they are all one, and that's when everything shifts. So that's that's when everything really kicks on, and people can say, oh, you know, that'll never happen, but it happened in the '60s when the music just kicked on and shifted consciousness incredibly. Uh, and that was a small wave compared to what's coming and what, what's here at the moment. And there are millions of people waking up. Every day more and more people awaken. So what is the awakening? It's an awakening to unity. It's an awakening to standing up for what you believe to be right. Um, it's awakening coming together, which is, is the profound change that's going on now. Mm. And I love how you talk about, you know, that oneness and how we come together with the planet and with each other and you know with ourselves particularly you know mind body spirit coming together within ourselves oh, first and yeah. foremost which is part of that evolution or that awakening or that mm -hmm. growth and it kind of brings to mind how when you throw a rock or a pebble into the water you have this ripple effect that goes out, you know. Yeah. And that's exactly what, you know, I see that consciousness or awareness to be is just that ripple effect of different thoughts, different patterns, different actions and how they impact each other. Yeah. It's an awareness of the vibration that you carry. 
So from my perspective and Phoebe's as well, I think I can't speak for her totally, but it's about shifting your vibration and raising your vibration so that what you carry out into the world is affects others in a positive way and, and yeah. holding that frequency. Yeah, and, and the other thing I'll add to that is um, people will think, well, what can I do? And because I'm on my own and, and, and it's, it's connect, just connect. Go and smile at somebody. The very simple act of smiling, you could you could have actually saved that person's life because they may have been in a moment where they thought, what am I doing here? There's no point in my being here. You walk up to them and randomly and smile at them and they go, wow, they felt that connection, especially when your vibration is really high and you're doing it with love and compassion and understanding for all the fellow human beings, for everybody, even the ones who we may judge, and I'll put that inverted commas, as not being very nice and we really don't want to connect with them. But we have to remember that we are all spirit and we are experiencing everything there is to experience. And I think you bring up a really good point is that, you know, particularly in some of the spiritual community, there seems to be a resistance to looking at that what what some people refer to as fear-based energy or the negative, inverted commas, energy. <laughs> and yeah. I think it's really important what you, you say in your article in, in the Temple magazine about experiencing the good, the bad and the ugly or the uglier because we're here to do that and it's part of our entire unified experience in this physical, yes. isn't it? It's how we learn That's right. as well. There was a great uh, saying and I forgot who said it, but going against the grain gives you splinters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. So if you do go against the grain and you are in your negative space, you're going to get splintered. It's going to be painful, and that's yeah. that's how it is. You can be there as long as you want, um, but that's what the dark side is about—to teach you that. And you know, when when you think about the planet, Paul, and I know you talk about that as well, it brings up that image of a, you know, you plant a seed in the earth and you have to water it. Well, what are you watering it with? Sometimes yeah. it'll be love, compassion, a bit of a hug or a nurturing. Other times yeah. it might be the tears and the sadness or the frustration or the disappointment to help that seed grow, evolve and expand, which is what a plant does, into being all that it can be. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is when we all come together with love, we can completely change the vibration of the planet as we wrote in the article a case in point was princess diana when she died and so many people came to grieve and to say how much they loved her because they saw a light in her um, and she worked at bringing people together whether she understood that totally or not it uh, doesn't matter but there was a measurable shift in the consciousness on the planet at that time. And the vibration and of the And the vibration earth. of the earth actually shifted and changed. And if we'd all been aware of it in that moment, we could have changed the whole vibration on the planet permanently. Hmm. And we get opportunities all the time to unify and to come together. Yeah. And, I, and I think you bring up a really good point there, Phoebe, because often in um, 
tragedies which affect global communities or, or whatever, like, for example, the Princess Diana thing or any other tragedies that have impacted the world, there's an opportunity there for us to embrace that love and that compassion and to shift that consciousness. And perhaps that's the perspective we're given because every event serves a purpose, doesn't yep. it? Totally. Um, another one is 9-11. I think the people who orchestrated that wanted us to go totally into fear, the whole planet to crumble and go into fear. And what really gave me hope and a lot of other people hope was that people said, no, we're not going into fear. We, yes, we may have lost people in, in this but we're not going to buy into that fear. We're not going to buy into whatever was being orchestrated. And so it allowed the cloak of um, hiding what really happened to come out and be shown. And although, you know, those who are in power keep naysaying it, but it, 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 um, people, the majority of people see what truly happened then and they're not going to buy into it. So, yeah. Yeah. so you know, the opposite of love is, you know, is fear. So um, the vibration of fear is a very dense vibration. It, uh, you only need to sit back and observe how much fear is being pumped out into the world every day and, and question why that is because we live on a beautiful planet. And the majority of people have amazing hearts and all they want is peace. Mm. So what is the disconnect? How is that being programmed? What can we do? And we'll step away from our, our news to start with because it's only most of it is bad news and it's a program. Um, the other thing, my big thing about unity is step away from your mobile phones. <laughs> have a look at what is going on within, within your realm because people are not aware of each other anymore. Within the last 15 years, there has been a total disconnect. People don't look at each other in the eyes anymore. They're looking at their phones. Um, what is being fed to them in that way? We need to put those things down and connect with each other because it's it's been a significant shift in the last 15 years. Use the technology Use it, in but, a really, really positive way. Yeah, but you be the master of it. Don't let it control you. Same as your computer games, same as your TV. You yeah. know, we need it's really important now that we hook up together. And I want to pick up on two points, the, the love versus fear thing, and then I want to talk about that communication issue because it is massive, yeah. And I love how you say there's really two things, love and fear, and the vibration of that. And so, you know, from a personal perspective for our listeners, how do we know within our physical bodies or our emotional body or our mental bodies whether we're sitting in that energy or frequency or vibration of love versus fear. Can you give us some tips on that? Sure. Well, the ancients always say that the, the hardest journey is from the head to the heart. hardest journey we'll ever make is three hand spans in width. It's not very far. But we've got to get back into our heart. When we're in our heart, we don't experience fear in the same same degree. We can't be fooled as much and we can't be lied to because there's a truth vibration that, that emanates from everything. Uh, so we begin with that. Now, I've I worked with, uh, with people that have just come back from the war and experienced horrific things. 
And, you know, there's a man recently who said, I can't go into my heart. And then he told me a story about how his little dog kept him alive for six years. Mm. And he understood, okay, I can go into my heart in a safe place. So, you know, if it's a difficult place, train yourself to go into that space through nature or through things that are safe, through things that you do connect with, animals, unconditional love, and allow them to train you to go into that space. But when you're truly in love and you're truly connected to source, there is no fear. You can walk through anything. It takes time, but you know, it, it's, it starts small. And, and the true love is not the love that has you, you know, like the last love that we all go through, but it, it's the love that has you energised and passionate and moving forward rather than the one that keeps you just in the physical. Um, it moves you into realms that you've probably never been before. And when you look at another person, you actually see the humanity in them. You don't judge them. You see the humanity in them and you see it for what it is. And then you either move away from it or you come to it, but you don't judge it because yeah. when you're in that heart space with the, with the head as well, then you don't judge it. You're in balance, so you can't judge. You, you just see it for what it is, accept it for what it is, and you either join in with it or you don't. So. And the other thing too, you know, when we talked about before how people think they can't maybe do anything or they're on their own, when you're in heart and, and you pray for the planet, oh, my goodness, the profound effect that's occurring. You know, where the, currently the earth is, is holding the check of balance between world war and not. So if you want to do something for the planet and you feel that you can't, sit there and pray. Put your vibration out there for a peaceful, loving planet and connect with all the other hearts, surround the earth with love in whatever yeah. form that takes because we need it. And yeah. there's a little trick I use with clients if they say, I don't know how to speak from my heart. And I say, well, imagine your mouth's over your heart. Yeah. And then you, you're actually speaking from your heart and try and tell yourself a lie when you'll know uh, if you can't tell yourself a lie, that's when you're truly speaking from your heart to yourself. And when you're in that space coming from the heart, speaking to other people, they may not totally agree with what you're saying, but they will get it. Yeah. And I think and that's, trans- where, that's where that communication comes in, isn't it? When yeah. you know, you're speaking from the heart, people feel it whether they agree with it or not. When you're speaking from that logical head brain, you know, you're, you're often in that judgment, expectations, assumptions, and it feels different in your body. It feels um, heavy. It feels restrictive. It feels, you know, I don't know, closed. Yeah, it doesn't sound yeah. yeah, it just doesn't flow from you to the other person. And you can't get your intuition either. You no, know, it's, and, it's and you know, when I talk mediumship, I often talk to my students about connecting the head and the heart together yeah. because yeah. they are meant to work together. They both they have are. a function. They're yeah. just, are they serving you in a positive way or are you allowing you, your head to overthink things or make assumptions or expectations, etc. But what I want to pick up on, Phoebe, and bring in the communication with that is in your article you talked about um, when two bodies come together as a whole, 
they expand and evolve. Talk to me about that and about communication in amongst that. Okay. Well, I guess I can use Paul and my um, coming together as an example because even though we're both strong people in our own right and we're complete in our own right, when you come together, you create a third energy and that third energy is just you and, and that person together. That third energy then creates an amazing, or whichever way you go with that negative opposite, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it creates an amazing um, energy for you both to move forward with because in that case, two heads and two hearts are probably better than the one. And as it was with our journeys and things that we went on, Paul could have done the journeys on his own. But together we created an amazing, um, was an amazing adventure. And, yes, we had a lot of problems to overcome. And we communicated, you're talking about communicating. On those journeys we communicated through spirit. So a lot of the time the people we went to meet knew we were coming so our spirit, our energy that together went out to and said, hey, we're coming, this is what we're bringing. And so they knew what we were bringing and they allowed us in. At first, on the first few journeys, it was like, how do they know that we're coming? And, <laughs> and how do they know what we're bringing? And how did we get to be allowed into places that a lot of people don't get to be allowed in? Um, they take years and yet we were allowed in immediately. And I want to, I'm just going to throw a bit of a giggle in there. They didn't get a Facebook notification that you were coming. <laughs> no, no. 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 And, but the other thing too, Leanne, <laughs> is that when, we, when I contacted the elders, when I knew we had to go on these journeys, the, you know, I, would, I would ring my mentor and I'd say, where do I go? You know, how do I do this? He said, I don't know. This is your journey. Yeah. And I felt, at that moment, I felt let down to some degree, and yet it was the greatest gift he could have given me because I had to completely, we had to completely uh, trust what we were doing, which was outside of the logical mind, totally. It made no financial sense whatsoever. And we put our <laughs> lives on the line over and over again, and yet it was just the most beautiful experience over eight years that we could ever imagine. So to people that are listening, begin to trust your heart, begin to trust what you've been invited to do, no yeah. matter what, because that's your path. And, and understand that you're not on your own. You are never on your own. Even when you at your loneliest, deepest moment, if you are connected, if you are coming from your heart and you're in your soul, you're in that space, you are connected to all there is. Mm. Mm. So you're never on your own. And I think, you know, I want, to, I want to bring in this whole soulmate twin flame stuff in there because I get so many people contacting me going, oh, my God, my twin flame has run from me or whatever, and they talk about this whole concept of separation. And for me, there is no such thing because we're always in connection and communication with our own soul with spirit, universe, and, you know, if, like you shared with your journey, both of your souls knew when it was time to come together and the universe just orchestrated it. So yeah. I want to just briefly talk about 
that and go, you're always in unity. So get rid of the illusion of separation. Well, that's part of what's kept us disempowered. That's been a huge part of the, the programming. You're, if you're, a, you know, if you're a Muslim, you're, you're, it's a problem. If you're black, then you're not the same as me. If you're gay, then you're different, and you should, you know, there's all this judgment. But we're not. We're all just, we're just individual beautiful souls experiencing something amazing in different forms. So that we can share. So we can share. Yeah. So the story, <laughs> the story we were given was that the creator wanted to whatever you want to call a creator wanted to experience everything all at once but couldn't do it as one form so it had to break itself off into many 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 different parts and all of that gets fed back to to creation so that we can continue to evolve yeah and in and in every single moment we are always everything and nothing all at the same time yep yep so yeah, so it's all this separation is is all is is an illusion. Fear is an illusion. Yes, it's there to um, to to help save us at times. So like the ego is, yeah. um, the ego has a purpose. The fear has a purpose. Everything has a purpose and a place and a place. It's just living in balance and living in unity. And and we're not all supposed to be everything to everyone. We're supposed to be a part of because we have skills that we've come in with so that we can share them with everybody else so that eventually when we all come together, all those skills form a whole. Yeah. So that's part of our blueprint. I'm aware of our timing and we could go on and talk about (laughs) this topic forever and I I just love how we've allowed this to evolve and unify in whatever way it needed to so i want to say thank you so so much for your time today and for sharing your perspective and your wisdom around unity with myself and the listeners can i just ask you both to um, share your website and your facebook page so people know where they can connect with you yeah, the, our um, website is www.ancientpathways.com.au and our Facebook page is Ancient Pathways. Beautiful. So if any of you listeners would like to connect with Phoebe and Paul or check out their services or programs that they have to offer, jump on their website or connect with them through Facebook. For those interested in connecting with me further, please jump on my website. I offer readings, mentoring, courses, retreats coming soon and much more, as well as check out the Temple Magazine, which is a free monthly online magazine that both Phoebe and Paul contribute to as well. My website, thebarefootmedium.com.au and check me out on Facebook, Leanne the Barefoot Medium at Temple of Love, Soul and Spirit. Also, if any of you have a topic you'd like to discuss on Temple Radio, please feel free to email me. There's information on the website and we will be happy to have you on as a guest or to discuss your topic. Once again, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us and I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I wish you a magical, loving and joyful month where you are. Whoever you are, wherever you want to be and wherever you are in your journey, in unity with love, soul and spirit.
Thank you once again for connecting and I'll see you in the next episode. This has been Temple Radio with Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, providing you with easy to access knowledge, wisdom and guidance from experts, leaders and spiritual advisors to support you to connect, transform and grow with all things love, soul and spirit in your everyday lives.